Good morning, Expo. Well, 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 you're back again for more live podcasting. Someone cue the music and let's get this party started. Look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted, in one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? I know you're here to capture the moment. The morning show at the expo is the place where we meet to talk about what's up next in the industry. To learn from our friends some age-old wisdom and about the personal struggles they had to overcome to rise to the top. It's a time where we can all grow together, learn how to be more profitable, and become smarter and happier in our businesses. Because I know when my wallet is a little heavier, I've got a bigger smile on my face. Today, we are celebrating our third annual event, and we want to thank you for being here. Now, if you join me in a warm round of applause as we welcome our three talented hosts, Naylor Taliaferro, Paul Jameson, and Caleb Allman. going on everybody good morning at the morning show all right i know i know it's early it's early thank you guys for all coming out here thank you to equip for being great partners to put this together thank you to kohler engines for helping us put this together and make this as as great as we can make it for you guys to give you the best quality content and value that you can be a part of live and then listen to it when we upload the podcast uh after all this is over so I'm Naylor Taliaferro from the LCR Media Podcast. As you know, joined by Paul Jameson, Caleb Allman, and I'm interviewing Keith Kalfas today on the podcast. So again, thank you all for coming out. Quick, quick lay of the land here. The way we do this is I'll do my podcast, 24 minutes and 17 seconds, and then we'll rotate out to uh, Caleb. He'll do his podcast, and then we'll, uh, we'll end it off with, with Paul. Everyone stay here till the end. <laughs> we also have a, a raffle. Kohler's giving away uh, 12 goodie bags for those of you that are still here. So you have to be here to win. Um, If you didn't already give them a raffle ticket outside, make sure you get with someone for that. Um, And we're also going to get together to have a group picture. Like if you can all try and get as many people as we can in the front of the stage and get a group picture. So that's enough of that. So let's, let's, uh, did I cover everything, Paul? Good job, Brooke. (laughs) Thanks. All right. So let's, let's get into it here. So Keith, how's it going? Good morning. Check, check. What's going on, Naylor? What's going on? You, What's up, everybody? You pumped? You excited? I'm pumped. This is your first Influencer Live slash now the morning show at Expo, right? Yeah, well, I'm happy to be here. The yeah. original one. You were up in the, the, the broom closet there, right upstairs. <laughs> uh, 2019, that was the original one. But now we're here downstairs, the main event, so that we can provide the best content we can for the community. And you have been one of the OGs. You're like literally like the OG of the community. You were one of the first guys out there pouring your heart out, you know, pacing back and forth outside, right? You know, outside your house, just just pouring your heart out about 
your trials and tribulations, you know, going from an employee to, you know, owning your own business and going through the whole social media aspect of it and to where you are now. So I want to say thank you for everything that you've provided over those years, long years. Let's give Keith a, a round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. But I want to get started off with, I remember earlier in the year, I heard you somewhere say something about you fell in love with landscaping again. So I just wanted to kind of dive into that. What, what, what does that mean? And, and like, let's just go into that. You said you fell in love with landscaping. Well, I want to, before I say that, I want to allude to what you were just saying. Yeah. Like kind of the OG thing. Yeah. You know, I spent 12 years stuck in dead-end jobs doing lawn care and landscaping for other people, feeling like I wanted to start my own business, but I didn't have the money or the startup capital. And when my back was against the wall, I was able to go and get a business off the ground and go full-time in six weeks. And I was like, what? Six weeks? Full-time? I was upset because I was like, I felt like I'd wasted so much time. So I went crazy making these videos because I wanted to just inspire other people that you can actually do this, right? And then falling in love with the landscaping business thing again, you know, <laughs> three, four years in the business, if you're not seeing the progress that you hoped that you would see, you can get, uh, you can kind of beat yourself up and look in the mirror in the morning. If you work, anybody here has worked like 60, 70 days in a row nonstop and miss family events and because you're, you're, you're out there hustling and grinding, like you go through this dip, this chasm, and then one day I just woke up and I was like, wait a second, this is everything that I wanted. And so I fell in love with my landscaping business again. And by seeing it from, because when you go through that dip and it's hard, you start saying, maybe I don't love this thing. If you read the E-Myth by Michael Gerber, he's talking about, you know, I dream of having my own business. And then oh, all of a sudden, like I'm the first person in the morning, the last person to leave. If it's meant to be, it's up to me and everything depends on you. And then it can start to drag you down. But then when you see it and you change the way you see it as an opportunity again, you're like, wait a second, I have all these clients. I have the world by the, you know. <laughs> and then I good. fell you in love with it, it again, bro. I love my landscaping business. And it's all, when you change the way you see things, the things you see change. So, yeah. I want to also say that, you know, going further into that, a couple weeks ago, I was at my equipment dealer, and I, I met one of my, my local uh, lawn brother, and we were talking, and he was like, you going to equip this year? I was like, absolutely. He's like, you know, I really love, some of my favorite podcasts with you is when you and Keith talk, because you just really go deep into, like, the mindset and the trials and tribulations of the business, and it's not all about the glitz and the glamour all the time. Like, it's real stuff that we have to grind through. And a lot of us might, be, might have come from a background or a corporate life that maybe was really myself included, if you know my story, you know, like I had to press the hard reset button nine years ago and try and change my life, me 2.0, and just really try to better myself. And I focus on that in my content as well. So there's a lot of other people in that situation. So he appreciates when we talk about like the, the mindset of it all and the psychology of it all and how it's not always sunshine and rainbows. And I was like, well, Lucky for you, I'm interviewing Keith live on the stage, the morning show. So look out for that for that episode. So shout out to him when he hears this episode. He'll he'll know who who it is. So um, but yeah. So that I think it's important to talk about that because again, it's this is great to come out here and look look at all the equipment and learn and 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 go to 
all the classes and everything else and network, but there is a real psychology aspect to it. And I just wanted to also, if you could uh, go into a little bit more, like what, what helped you, what helped you get through some of those times? Like you kind of talked about going through it, but what are some of the things that you did to try and help get through it? I know you're really big on that stuff and you've surrounded yourself with a lot of peers and mentors to help with that too. Yeah. I love what you're saying, Naylor. One of my favorite saying, actually my all time favorite saying is get in where you fit in. And the secondary is you got to have a, sometimes you got to have a breakdown in order to have a breakthrough. So when we talked about falling in love with your business again and the psychology stuff, I'm obsessed with NLP, which is near linguistics, hypnotherapy. I love Jesus as my Lord and Savior, but I'm really into the psychology because if you can get somebody like you have thoughts, concepts, precepts, then you can actually make a plan then you have actions, habits, and if you sow an action, you, you know, you reap a habit. If you sow a habit, you reap your destiny. But my question is, how do you get somebody to see, like imagine there's a, there's a wall in your business. You, you want to talk about deep stuff, right? Let's do it. Some people, some people crack on me like, oh, here goes Kelfus again talking about, right? Because I have entire videos 18 minutes straight talking about lines, levels, states, and stages of consciousness, and I'm moving my hands around. Well, we've got 17 minutes and 20 seconds, so we've got to leave time for questions. By the way, if you guys have any questions for Thank any you. of us, John Pajak is out there. Pajak, where are you at? There you are. So you, you can queue up any questions for us. We'll leave time for you for Q&A if this is your first time at the morning show. So you get to ask us questions as well. Just, just know that they are recorded, and they will be on the podcast. So <laughs> continue. Okay, so... Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. So if you have a wall in front of you that's like an emotional wall, a psychological, anything you feel like you can't get past it, and the harder you try, the harder it push against you, pushes against you, imagine that there's a door there, and if you feel like you can't get past it, it can be personal, it could be in your business, it could be this thing with clients, or maybe you're afraid to, I don't know, uh, deal with your employees. So I have a life coach Coach Rob, I talk about him in my videos. He's changed my life, bro. Like, changed my life. He put me under hypnosis once for three and a half hours, and I woke up. I, I, would, I had, like, I was a, what's that called? I can't even think of it now, a hypochondriac, and 90% of it was completely gone after one hypnotherapy session. So imagine there's a door where there was, there's a wall, and if you can just, like, peek your head through that door and imagine yourself doing and being what you want or raising your prices, or, and now all of a sudden that wall is behind you for just a second. Wait a second. You're on the other side of the wall. So through this NLP type of thing, you can have massive breakthroughs, and what you thought would take you years can take, you know, a, a couple moments. So that's the, that's the deep stuff. And these are like mental walls, right? They're like built up in, in, your, in your mind, right? So if it's, in the, if it's a mental wall in your mind, then it can drop down into the emotions, and then you repeat that emotion over and over till it becomes this fear that stops you. These are uncomfortable things to talk about, but, and you're like, wait a second, what is the problem? This stuff is all in my head. So what, what do you recommend anyone that's, you know, that, that maybe is, you know, again, you said it's tough to talk about. People don't really talk about this. We all got to be, you know, all tough and, and get through it and all that. And some of this stuff is, we're struggling with and we can we we might not be able to get to that breakthrough until we get through that 
So, like, what, what are some, some words of wisdom or advice that you have for folks? You know, not everyone can access Coach Rob, obviously, but, you know, like, what, what are some tips, you know, books or training or, or self-thing, self-meditation, whatever. I mean, I know you've got so much in, involvement with that for your own personal development. What can you advise to everyone out here and that's listening? First of all, I need that stuff because, I mean, we grew up so poor and on food stamps and live in a bunch of different houses, so I was all messed up my wife <laughs> she's a, like tremendously my rock but um dude books oh yeah it's so when you're going through a problem you might start campaigning for votes as talking to other people about your problem and then you all other people that are going through it and you might all agree uh, this thing sucks but if you go find people who have you know the fruit on the tree that won't they won't tolerate or listen to your stupid story and they'll challenge you, go find coaches and mentors, read books like, there's a book by Carol Dweck called Mindset. Uh, there's a growth mindset and there's a fixed mindset. I've listened to like hundreds of books on audible.com while out mowing lawns and landscaping. And books like Mindset, uh, just, just listen to that one alone and it'll change your life. I know there's a book called Power of Vulnerability by Brene Brown. So these yes. books, bro, The Obstacle is a Way. I can go on and on. Go, Go ahead. To these books. Um, so what, 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 is the, what does the future look like for Keith Kalfas and everything that you're doing, your business, businesses and social media and all that? What are you up to? Uh, well, my, my deepest passion is helping people on that deeper level and helping them have breakthroughs. I'm the startup guy. So I love it when people come to my YouTube channel and like Joe's 25 He's stuck in a one-bedroom apartment with his fiance. She's going to have a baby. He needs money now. He's stuck in a dead-end job, and he's trying to get this landscape business off the ground. He finds my videos, binge-watches them, watches one thing where I'm screaming in the camera, cussing or something, and, said, and he's like, dude, I got this. I'm going to do this. And then he goes out and does it, and maybe is the person that turns the tide of his family. So I just want to be a, a servant and a conduit and help people at the deepest level, bro. That's that's my future. That's awesome, and I I've I've always appreciated all of the content with you doing that for sure. And <clears throat> I look forward to you continuing to do that. Payjack, do you have any questions that uh, I know? Sometimes we can get deep, and and there's the questions could kind of go the same way for Keith. So, uh, Payjack, you have any questions yet queued up? I can't even see. I I don't ha- I don't have anybody right now but anybody that yeah, ra- wants to ask a question raise your hand go ahead and raise All your right. hand there he is there's Payjack. raise your hand Payjack. Woo! there you go yeah I, i'm my voice might be a little loud so i'm like you know what let me wear a really loud shirt today so uh it's been a it's been a long event for the past five years, Naylor Taliaferro has been working on something special for the lawn and landscape community. Something that's never been done before. An event that will change your business, your creativity, and possibly even your life. The LCR Summit is a two-day event chalked full of masterclasses taught by the best in the community. It is the live event of live events. Seating is limited to keep the classes engaging, and so everyone gets a chance to participate. Go to lcrsummit.com or click the link in the podcast description for full details. Speakers include Keith Kalfas, John Pajak, Paul Jameson, Marvin Salcedo, Jonathan Potoshnik, the lawn care millionaire, and some guy called Mr. Producer. That's right. I can't wait to see you at the LCR Summit. 
I gotta run. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> We're running! Train back up! I lost you in the crowd! Oh man. <laughs> I know it was over here somewhere. Up here. <gasps> run, fat boy, run! Here comes Paycheck. <laughs> no, no dead ear, rookie. All right. What up, though? What up, Keith? What's up? What's going on, Cornell? How are you? I'm great. Thank you. So what initially made you want to start to help people the way you do? Because I'm one of those guys who you just talked about, who you inspired, and then I started a business, and now we just are doing things sort of like you're doing. You know what I mean? Um, So what was the thing that initially gave you that I want to go out and help other people? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply people to change their life uh what initially made me want to start helping people yeah Yeah. (laughs) i'm trying to make this quick so it's like that's good we still got 10 minutes 2005 i lost my driver's license again due to being broke like i couldn't pay the tickets car another motor blows up gets impounded and i'm like taking buses city buses and riding bikes to these dead-end landscape jobs and i'm literally in pain from landscaping all day and riding a bike 10 miles home. And I'm sitting on like a city bus reading books by like Dr. Wayne Dyer uh, talking about there's a spiritual solution to every problem. And as I'm reading these books, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I'm like 21 years old reading books like this. And I, I really felt a deep calling and I had no idea how at the time. So if there's anybody here that feels this in your heart, you need to go do it. Uh, each one, reach one. I was like, I felt this spiritual calling that it's your job to just serve people, right? So it was like a preparing. Then around 2011, lost everything, had debt collectors calling me, and I had nothing. I was going through, I thought that I was going to physically die, and I was preparing for end of life at the age of 27, 28. And I was so scared, and I was praying so much that... I said, I don't have anything to give to the world, and I want to serve people. All I have is this cell phone, and I can make a YouTube channel and start pumping out videos and pouring my heart out. I don't care how I look. I don't care if there was a piece of food in my teeth. I'm uploading the video. I don't care if there was a fuzzy on my shirt. I'm uploading the video because I'm going to die soon is how I felt. And when I got some coaching from Coach Rob, he was like, no, you are going through what we call ego death, a transition in your life where you let go of your old identity and you upgrade your identity. I was like, "Like, whoa. So it's like, yeah, I, I was scared, and I just wanted to help people so bad, and I was having all these epiphanies. So just hundreds of thousands of people started watching the videos 
So if anybody wants to make videos, it doesn't matter what kind of camera you have or any of that crap or the lighting. If you pour your heart out, I mean, yeah, that's, that's why. Yeah, a, a wise man in the community once said, just put the content out that you want to put out and the right people will, will see it or hear it. You know, if you don't don't obsess over the views and all that, of course, that's great. But if you're just pouring your heart out, heart out about things that are very near and dear to you, the right people will find it. And I've, I've definitely witnessed that myself. I mean, I remember I did a video with Paul Jameson back in the day, get to know the pro. And, um, he, you know, no one even knew who Paul was really at that point. He didn't even start his podcast yet. So but we came to the GIE back then and, and people were like coming up to him like, I saw your video. I saw your video. It was great. And I. It's like, what in the world? Like the right, pe and, and they're all people that connected with that video, um, you know, with faith and everything else. So the right people will find the content when you put it out there. It's something interesting about how the world works. So it, I call it sneak the vitamins in with the ice cream. So you make an entertaining, funny video. And then at some point in the video, you pour your heart out, you know? Absolutely. Well, we got seven minutes left. Anybody else have any, any more questions? That was a great one, Cornell. Appreciate that. We've got another one from Jen. So a lot of times we, when we um, like listen to podcasts and things, people say, what advice would you give yourself five years ago or 10 years ago? Like, what, what do you wish you would have known then? But what my question is, is what are you doing now to prepare for five or 10 years from now? Like what, what do you want to do for yourself for the future? Amazing. Is that a question for me? Yeah, for both of you. Yeah. Go, you're the guest. Yeah. So the, the answer is the same. Uh, every time I think about that five years ago, it's don't beat yourself up so much. Don't beat yourself up. The low self-esteem stuff, you make a mistake and you're just like so hard on yourself that it's almost it, it disrespecting yourself. That's the answer to that. Just sort of like breathe. Everything's going to be okay. Uh, Tony Robbins said something. If you want to know if something is good, if it's good for you, if it's good for the others around you, if it's good for your community, if it's good for the world at large, then it's good. Go for it. Like, and there's egocentric, me, 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 me. Ethnocentric is we and us. World-centric and then cosmic-centric. I think about stuff like this all the time. And your time perspective of five years from now, uh, it's funny, I miss the old me who was very impulsive and would run around just happy and elated because I, I hire coaches and consultants now to help me and now it's more about being financially established and having an IRA and uh, just the right insurance policies and stuff like that. But five years from now, right now, are you asking me or for like a general, sorry, yeah, nope. you know that when you die and you go see your creator and you look back and he shows you who you could have been and you're just like, whoa, if I'd have just went, went for it more. So loving more, serving more, giving more, being more present, things like that. So for me, it's about embracing my insecurities of the past and turn them into my strengths for the future so that I can build. Was that deep, Keith? <laughs> because I... I realized, you know, I'm a people pleaser and I want everything to be great for you guys. And that's a gift and a curse, but I'm leaning into that and embracing that and focusing on what I can do with that to help all of you and not focus on the people that don't appreciate that and that might take advantage of that. 
And the other insecurity is like, oh, I talk a lot. Okay, well, let's do podcasting. Let's do this and turn that into a strength and build these different, you know, opportunities for everyone so I can continue building my future and helping everyone that I interact with personally, live, on the phone, through messages, so I can hopefully help impact as many people as I can because I had similar background as Keith. A lot of folks have. We've come from a lot of tough times and might still be going through tough times, and that's why I keep doing this. That's why I do this because I didn't have a big family. I didn't have a ton of friends. And I've longed for that. I've always been a people pleaser. I talked about this recently on my podcast. And this is why I do this, because I want to, I want to build and grow a family for everyone to connect that maybe never would have ever sat next to each other or connected before and partner with, you know, the biggest trade show in our industry and, you know, great brands like Kohler so that we can make things like this happen. So the biggest thing for me is not focusing on my insecurities as weaknesses and turning them into my strengths for the future. Well, I love that. Thank you. Dude, people pleasing is a huge thing because you also have to learn to say no and have these healthy boundaries. Sometimes you got to like install strong at, sorry, I was cussed strong boundaries with even family members or people in your life who are toxic because they can be energy vampires. So in order for you to, get up to the next level you have these people around you that are somehow have these guilt they're like talons in you and they're pulling you down with guilt where you're afraid to be more successful but like they're gonna throw things up in your face or want handouts or something like that so yeah and that's 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 what i'm saying like and that's still gonna happen sometimes even when you put the healthy boundaries up but like i've i've realized that that's few and far between as, as long as you have those healthy boundaries and you're conscious of it that's few and far between you know, versus all of the people that appreciate everything that you provide being in that mindset, you know, and just wanting to give and give and help and, and share. And you just forget about those other people. Some, it hurts. I mean, I had some stuff happen that I haven't talked about publicly in my business and my life that is because I'm a people pleaser and I was taken yeah. advantage of. And I just was like, I just put my head down and focus on, you know what? I've got the morning show to focus on. I've got the rally. I've got all these things. I've got a community, friends, peers, mentors. Let's focus on that. I've got family that loves me, you know, wife, kids, son went to college, going to them JMU games, six and oh, baby, James Madison University. Woo. But, uh, you know, like I'm focusing on that, you know, and forget about the, the, the people that have their own issues that, live their life to take advantage of so yeah don't be afraid to say no and ask yourself like if somebody is asking you something even a customer i'm you know i'm not afraid to say no to one when i know that i serve many and read the book boundaries it's it's amazing nice we have time for one last question Payjack. go ahead all right we got mr stewart here wants to ask something Keith, you talked about like the dead end jobs <clears throat> being your push to like start your full time business. What would you say, or what would you give as advice to somebody like my partner and I? I think I speak for both of us. Like we work a full time job. This is a side gig. Like it's not a dead end job for us, but it's not like where our passion's at. So, what advice would you give to somebody to like get that push to get over the fear of like you can do this on your own, start up fresh? I would say that. When the pain of staying the same gets worse than the pain of changing, you'll change. So just keep doing what you're doing until the pain gets so bad that it forces you into the next position. And some of us are more, more moved by pain than we are by pleasure. 
So are you like, what's the word? You're afraid to get off the pot or something? Are you afraid? I think it's more the fear of like, we both have a family to provide for. So it's like, we were, we're working a job where we're like, we're comfortable. We're able to provide like, what would like, how do we get the push to like get past the fear of like, we would be able to make it. Yeah. Remember I was talking about the, the boundary, the, the wall and the door, see that extra 45 hours a week being put directly into the business and running like your hair is on fire. There's a saying I love, are you running for your lunch or are you running for your life? And you just run, bro. And to put that time into it, it'll happen. I meet so many people at this expo every single year. Oh, I'm afraid to go full time, bro. I'm afraid. Next year, I'm still afraid. Next year, I did it. I did it. Congratulations. Next year, bro, we did 250,000. Next year, we did 480,000. Next year, bro, I got six guys. We, like, I'm just watching this happen again and again and again. Go talk to other people at this expo and you'll see it's the truth, bro. It's the truth. Like, you got this. You guys both got this. I think we're out of time. We, we are out of time. I just want to end. There is someone, there's probably many people, but there's someone that I know that I interviewed on my podcast yesterday. He's 20 years old and he has a $4 million revenue business, 45 employees, 20 trucks. There's so many folks like that. I thought to myself, how many of those folks are walking around this Equip Expo like that? And that's who you want to connect with and be like, because you're all like, what? Exactly. Just wait for that podcast to come out and you're going to be like, Wow. I've known him for like eight, eight, seven, eight years. He's been in the community secretly just, just crushing it. So thank you guys for, uh, for coming out. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.